Hey, folks, I know there are lots of business owners who listen to this show. Maybe some of you never planned on running a business, but now here you are. One thing you've always got to keep in mind is how much you're spending on your operating costs. That's one of the first things we had to keep in mind with WTF. And with things costing more today than they did when we started, you want to keep your expenses down. To reduce costs and headaches, be smart and use NetSuite by Oracle, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. Reduce IT costs, cut the costs of maintaining multiple systems, improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash WTF for more. That's netsuite, N-E-T-S-U-I-T-E dot com slash WTF. All right, let's do this. How are you? What the fuckers? What the fuck buddies? What the fuck Nicks? What's happening? How's it going? Where are you at? We've gotten it. You know, there is a reprieve at hand, but uh, don't get too comfy. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to be negative. Let me, I got to get this out because it's uh, been bothering me. I, my HBO special is taping Thursday, December 8th at Town Hall in New York City. The first show was sold out, has been for months. A lot of people thought the show was sold out, but it's not because there's a second show which has some tickets. It's close to selling out, but there's tickets. So you can get tickets to the second show. It's at 9.30, and it's all part of the taping. That would be the second taping. You can go to wtfpod.com slash tour for ticket info or go to townhall.org. And this is another heads up. Please don't. Don't go to Scalp. Go to the venue site. Don't just Google Mark Marin tickets. Go to the venue site. There, none of my tickets are $400. A lot of these shows still have tickets available. Go to the venue site or go to WTFPod.com slash tour. Okay, today on the show, I talked to Wes Bentley. Now, look, man, I remember this guy. I, I mean, a lot of you know him from Yellowstone or American Horror Story, but, but you probably saw him for the first time in American Beauty, which was like a, a breakout performance that really had him pegged as the next big movie star. You remember the, with the floating bag, you know, the videotaping, the floating bag, whatever. I, I, you remember him. Uh, it went uh, very differently, and it got pretty dark, and we talk about it. So that's happening. Also, I reposted two episodes since I've talked to you, I think. Gallagher's dead, and Bud Friedman died. Bud Friedman was the proprietor of the original improvisation on 44th street between 8th and 9th uh in the early 70s one of the first actual sort of comedy venues but it really started more as a variety venue almost a burlesque venue but then he moved out here and left his wife that particular club which i sort of played at during its in, in its last stages the final stages and then he came out here to set up the improv in the 70s here. It was him and Mitzi at the comedy store who were warring factions at the beginning of stand-up comedy clubs. And obviously the improv went on to become a big deal. He gave a lot of people their, their start. He gave a lot of people opportunities. Uh, I did my first, some of my first two TV appearances at evening at the improv. I never got the feeling Bud liked me. But you know we had a good conversation uh, after all was said and done. 
and he was uh, he was he was the he was the P.T. Barnum of stand-up comedy, the first real kind of uh, intrusive impresario of the craft, hosting his own shows at his own club on his own TV show with his monocle. Uh, he was a big egoed guy that uh, really was ultimately, no matter how you think about him. Uh, a tremendous force and important man in uh, in the history of stand-up and in giving us a stand-up comedy as a wide-ranging cultural impactor. <laughs> impactor. So go listen to that if you want to hear that. Uh, what else? So, you know, it does seem we've been given a, a reprieve on one front. You know, we just got, uh, you know, in these elections, we, you know, everyone's excited uh, in terms of, uh, you know, Democrats and people who are not essentially right-wingers. Because we, we, just, we just ended up losing a little bit, uh, as opposed to a lot. And who knows, we might even, I don't know what's going to happen with the House, but we are neck and neck with fascists. We are neck and neck with the fascists. We are not overwhelmed by them. Yay? Right? I mean, it just seems ultimately that enough regular people had uh, had, had enough of the evil ridiculousness, of the clearly crazy bullshit. That's what I want to believe. They got nervous. They got nervous that the president might be right and that democracy was actually at stake. And I believe they were correct in taking that to heart. I believe that, that President Biden, on the two times that he talked, maybe you didn't see it, maybe you didn't think it was charismatic enough, but the message was clear. Democracy is at stake, and it is, and it was, and that's that. So we got a bit of reprieve because it seems that whatever we we have here, whatever's left of this democracy, it worked despite the 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 propaganda and despite the gerrymandering, it worked. And we got a reprieve. And here in California, it rained for a few days. So everything is just coming up roses this week, literally. We've held the monsters at bay and climate change doesn't matter for a few days because it rained in Southern California and it never does. Even you know the song. And I fucking love when it rains. It's such a relief because this place is just a fucking, it's just, it looks like it's just going to go up in flames or just die from dehydration. And I imagine in, in the coming few weeks, it will all return to uh, brittle and uh, Tinder-like again. I'm, I'm sure that the right will regroup around some new talking points and the menace will pick up again, you know? Culturally, uh, I I guess I'm approaching two fronts here. All is still garbage. I do enjoy the demise of Twitter and the hilarious sort of downfall of one of the primary narcissists who drive current culture. I mean, there's a few, but three of them took big hits in the last few weeks. Musk, Trump, and Kanye are all spiraling like like bad and i gotta be honest uh it's it's kind of beautiful now kanye the other narcissist in this exploration has been spiraling for a while uh on and off but the anti-semitic version made me nervous okay uh you know when kyrie irving got on board i became more nervous as a jew i'm a jew and look I've always known about the strain of anti-Semitic imagery and conspiracy within the black community. I've made fun of it. I've, I've talked about it to black people. I mean, it's in some churches, for fuck's sake. 
Yeah, I'm, I look, I'm just happy there was some pushback because of the nature and timing of what was you know, going on in the world. I, I got kind of scared that there would be an alignment between the worst of white culture and all of black culture against Jews. I get it. You know, I, it, 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 it seems to be one of the one things that brings a lot of people together is uh, anti-Semitism. And oddly, Chappelle dealt with all that from all sides, all the sides that he could in his monologue on SNL. And he did it so deftly that initially I thought he was giving Kanye and Kyrie uh, a pass and saying basically that their only transgression was saying out loud publicly something that all blacks know to be true and know not to say publicly. And uh, honestly, he was kind of saying that, but but he was able to balance and disarm the conspiracy theory and the perspective of the black community with the culture at large and ultimately the cost of transgression, which is a reality when we say shit sometimes, as Dave knows. And it was interesting because the whole riff was about the reality of lines you can't cross. And then he just crossed them again. But it was funny. I get it. I like comedy that goes to the edge for sure. And because of his skill and the way he contextualized it and the way it was organized and just his nature, it was funny. I got laughs. There was smart shit in there and funny shit in there. I'm still thinking about it. But, you know, honestly, I, I may think it's anti-Semitic tomorrow. We'll see. I'll see. I don't know. I don't know. I might, I might have to watch it again. Okay, so look, Wes Bentley is here. Uh, season five of Yellowstone just kicked off on the Paramount Network. New episodes on Sunday nights. And it was really kind of a treat to talk to this guy. We had a very pleasant chat. Uh, hope you enjoy it. Sometimes I wish I paid more attention in school, or in some cases, any attention at all. There are probably a lot of things I could have gotten more out of, like literature, and now it's probably not in the cards to go back to school and study the classics. But luckily for us, there's a new podcast called The Foxed Page that dives deep into the best books of all time. This is basically like the best possible college English class, but more relaxed and fun. No pressure of grades or needing to prepare something to say in class. It's only the books you want to read and know about presented by best-selling author Kimberly Ford. Everything from Cormac McCarthy to Madame Bovary, from classics like Frankenstein to modern hits like Lessons in Chemistry. I love Ireland, but I missed the boat on James Joyce. The Fox Page has a three-part series on Dubliners, and that's a pretty great starting point. Want to get the most out of what you read? The Fox Page is for you. Get it now wherever you get your podcast. Pull that thing in. How far? Well, you can move up towards it. You know, it should just be by your mouth, one way or the other. How's this right here? That's good. That's good. That's good. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Have you have you done any voiceover work? No, not 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 effectively. No. No. Just ADR. Oh, Does that really? Count? <laughs> not really. It doesn't count. <laughs> what? No. I mean, I know, ADR I is ADR, because, but then you you just have to talk normal. Yeah, no, but I tried. I did yeah. try voice acting, but there's so many permanent voice actors that are so much better than me. I know. And I know. Yeah. They just give it all the time, and they yeah. know what they're doing, and I was... You know, I'm thinking I'm a good actor, but <laughs> when you when you try that, yeah. you know, and you fail, you realize, oh, I, I don't really know how to do everything. Right. It's true. Like, it's a, it's a weird, specific thing where, I mean, I do it, but my it's just varying degrees of me going, what? <laughs> 
You know, it's like, what? Oh. Or what? Yeah, it's just like different gravelly, angry, aggravated voices. Maybe I can do that. You can know. do that. I did try, I got close to one job and it was, um, I can't remember what the job was, but yeah. it was some creature. And I basically just ripped off Animal from the Muppets, and I got as close as I ever got to a job doing that. <laughs> well, it's one of those things I think, what, like, some people just go talk normal. I did the bad guys, right? Oh, yeah. And fucking Rockwell, he just talked like himself. And, yeah. I'm, and I'm straining my voice. I'm the snake, like, what's going on? You know, and, and he's just like, hey, man. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, if he, fuck you. What yeah, are you doing? Exactly. <laughs> Give her. A, yeah, put a, little, put a little spin on it, will you? Sam, he's always lazy anyway. Is he? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's always Sam. He's, yeah. he's, have you worked with him? I did. I worked with him on uh, um, Best of Enemies. Uh, what year? That was right before the, so 2017 or 18. I can't remember when it came out, but yeah, he was- <laughs> He's a good guy. Yeah, he's great. He has Southern accent in that, so a little not Sam. He uh, he one. can definitely do the uh, the stuff. Oh yeah, like I mean, he can, <laughs> like I try. You know, accents are. How are you with the accents? I I don't know. I when, I think I'm good, and then no one says, "Hey, you were so good in that with yeah. your accent." So Which I, maybe you, not. Are you doing an accent with this one? No, no, it's just straight it's Montana. Just, it's not accent. No, when have really. you done an accent? I've done. Uh, I did English accent a few times. Ooh, that's bold. <laughs> it worked out. It, well, I don't know. I never. I don't pay attention to reactions to me yeah. as much as I can because I learned either feed in like it feeds my ego or right. it feeds my my whatever my weak yeah yeah thoughts. Yeah, so yeah. I I avoid any kind of reactions. You do. I do. That's interesting because it feeds your weak thoughts. Yeah. Well, I just well I'm, I'm more afraid of it feeding my ego. Like, like you know, I'm you know I'm not so I don't get so hurt when people don't like yeah, what I do because I'm the one trying. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're writing about it, but I'm trying to do right. it. So I don't really get unless it you know if it's an audience member, it takes them out of it. Sure. Well, I, I mean, hate that. but you get that speedball going of like a good, 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 uh, good, uh, <laughs> good post, good post, bad. <laughs> Bad, good. Yeah, you, yeah. you just kind of write it out, tweets oh, yeah. or whatever. I try. You stay. You stay away from all. I of stay it. away from it. I, I, it's also because I don't want it to influence my performance. Because uh. you know, this is a thing that's carrying on season by season. Oh, what Yellowstone? Maybe on a film, yeah, I yeah. could let it go. Yeah, on Yellowstone. I so there are comment boards that you you specifically Never. don't deal with. No, I think you know when I was so I you know when I was deep in my drugs and stuff yeah. uh, that and I I was like I was looking for something. I was looking for the recovery, I guess. And yeah. so Sometimes I go online looking for what people say about me and hopefully they were like yeah he'll be good again one day or whatever yeah and that was a bad idea that's when i started to see all the reality and that's when i did drugs for three more years (laughs) yeah i made it much better (laughs) but like i like i remember i remember like early you Mm-hmm. I think I saw that documentary you were in. Oh my God, no! Did right <laughs> about yeah. the guys who were going to make it. Yeah, who was it? You and uh, me uh, and Chad Lindbergh. Yeah, uh, and a guy named Greg Fawcett. Yeah, uh, and Brad. Um, who shot it? Brad Rowe. Brad Rowe um, had a pretty successful career for a while. Um, a guy named Tony Ziera. Yeah, he lived in the house and he just had his cameras. So right, he was a director, right. and he would just shoot us doing right. stuff. Right, you know, messing around mostly. And then eventually became, but when I started to, when I, when American Beauty hit, yeah. that's when he decided to turn it into- A whatever, real thing. The real thing, yeah. But but it stopped, it, you know, it didn't show you losing it, did it? I don't, you know, to be honest, I didn't watch the new, because he recut it. I of watched the one, we all tried to sell at Toronto. Right. We actually, it was yeah. the night before 9-11, we tried to sell it and then, yeah. and then anyways, and then he went back and he recut it without telling any of us and he disappeared and- Wait, when did that. you meet Lee Daniels? I met Lee in New York when yeah. I had auditioned for something and got close to it. And he um, he just brought me in to see if you know if I, he could manage me. Yeah. 
And, and he uh, did? Yeah, and he did, yeah. And it was wild. I mean, you know, the thing about Lee being your manager is he was, he had a creative mind. Right. So he really wanted to do really yeah. good stuff. And right. so he was invested in that. And I loved that. So yeah. I was all about Lee. Yeah. And we had a good team thing going. The only thing that derailed that was two things. He wanted to become a director and right. I was I was starting to go off the rails you with the drugs. And you wanted to become a drug addict. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to explore that avenue of, of LA, you know? Like, Different dreams. Not enough people do that. <laughs> not any, you know, it's weird. I, I, I think uh, a lot of people, we, I think we don't know about it. It's a weird time yeah. in the sense that like there was a time where where drugs weren't really spoken about as a problem. It was just like when you heard about it, it was like, no, he had to clean, he had to clean up for a little while. Now yeah. he's back. <laughs> but now it's just like a cultural epidemic. You know, yeah, everybody, it's, like, it's just. It's like he had a cold or something. Right, and like he right, just get right. over the cold and yeah. he'll be fine. But when people go the way you did, uh, yeah. then it's just sort of like, no, that's not good. <laughs> they were not going to. Because <laughs> he might not make it. Yeah, exactly. Because oh, yeah. it was before fentanyl, it was before. But anyone, anytime anyone gets hooked on dope, mm -hmm. you know, you're sort of like, well, that's not casual. <laughs> that's a, you know. I mean, I thought it was for a minute, but no, it, gets, I, it, it got me. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, but going back, though, like, because I don't know the whole story. I talked to Thora mm, yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard a few years yes. ago. Yeah, that, that was that intense. Was, yeah, I bet. Yeah. She's intense. Yeah, yeah. Both of your yeah. lives kind of... Uh, Kind of went <laughs> off the rails. It seems. Yeah, yeah, they did. It was intense. I mean, it was it was a lot. And I remember talking to her as you know, I, for that movie when it came out, we did a U.S. American Beauty. American Beauty. Yeah, yeah. we did a U.S. press tour. Then, so we bounced around all these cities and colleges, showing it, trying to get people excited about it. And I watched it every single time. And yeah, it was like I was really just my eyes were wide open. I wanted to see all and experience all this. And yeah, she felt a little bit like. It was making her nervous. Yeah. She was ahead of me. Yeah. <laughs> she knew right. what was coming. And then it was like- and she had had some success before though. She was a child yeah, actress. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. It's, and so she, she, but I would see her and in her eyes, I would get a little worried that what was coming wasn't going to be that great. So where did you, like, where did you grow up? I grew up in Arkansas. I, I like, see, I don't, like, I just met someone from Arkansas on the road. I just did a show in, uh, I think it was in Dallas and- a few women had driven from Arkansas, and I realized, like, I've never been there. It just, it feels like, I don't even sense there's a lot of people there. I feel like Are it's, there? I feel like it should be the state motto instead of the natural state. It should be, you know, I don't think I've ever been there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one ever comes no one, here. Yeah, exactly. Arkansas. <laughs> You've never seen it. What, now, what city? <laughs> well, I was born in a town called Jonesboro, which is an hour from Memphis. So, okay, the, okay. the Mississippi Delta. And sure. Then, and then, my parents are both Methodist preachers, and in a Methodist church, they move you around every, like, four years. Well, that's like, I think that's one of the less aggressive yeah. churches. Oh, yeah. it's a Well, it was. They, then now they're having the battle we're all having, right? It's it's political now. Yeah. So, they've had a split within that church. But for, for, my, for my upbringing, it was a moderate church, and my parents are liberals. Yeah. So, you know, I had a little cocoon there. I had a little place to, like, be because the state itself was difficult for me. But they're both... The state itself, the people in the state. Oh was, yeah. Well, I mean, but uh, yeah. but you knew that early on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Knew it, knew it, knew it right away. <laughs> well, see, I, part of it's that I, I on the on the in the Delta, it's majority black. Like my school was majority yeah. black. Yeah. Most of my friends were black. My teachers were yeah. black. And then when you move out of there to the mountains, you realize, yeah. oh, it's not like that for the rest of the state, and it's pretty nasty and pretty racist. And yeah. I knew it then, you know, because I how I old get, were you when you realized that? It was that was probably like. Eight, nine. Yeah. Yeah. So first let's talk about method. They're both preachers for the, did they yeah. both have congregations? Yeah, they both, yeah, my dad started and then my mom got her um, um, 
sorry, the words escaping me, theology degree. Yeah, or, or yeah, 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 yeah. So she got that after him, and then she started having her own churches, and they would have a couple churches in the area. I mean, they were usually like 30 minutes away because it's rural Arkansas. Because like, I noticed that when I was in Kentucky at some point that there was like literally churches every few miles. <laughs> yeah. Every yeah. mile or so. Yeah, it's like 7-Eleven. <laughs> yeah, but how does that work? Is it just based on the personality of the preacher? Yeah, well, some of the churches are, are you know, they hire their preachers themselves. But the right. Methodist church is like, kind of like the Catholic church or a yeah. corporation where they- A corporation. A, yeah. <laughs> like a business, you yeah. know, where the where the bishops will move you around and tell you where to go. So the there's an uh, a, a, an American Methodist Church organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The United Methodist Church, but now it's split. It's going to split into something else with the conservatives going really that way. Yeah, I don't know, global something or whatever. But wasn't Methodist? Well, how, what made it different from? That's good question. I, I I didn't go to many other. Ch- I mean, I would go visit other churches. They would do talking tongues at some churches. We didn't do that. They yeah. would they would like do music and modern yeah. di- music and yeah. dance for yeah. like hours. We didn't do that. It was just yeah. like. It was like the method. You would walk in, you'd yeah. sit down, you'd listen, you'd sing some nice songs, maybe stand up, pray, you know, listen to the preacher, and you're out of there. <laughs> <laughs> like the method acting? Yeah, I guess okay. so. Yeah, like the method Christianity. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's you got... it. So it wasn't high pressure. No, I didn't feel high pressure. There's no confessions, no booths, no... No, uh, no, no guilt. <laughs> no uh, sweat, no guilt. No strange guilt. At really? Least, yeah, at least my, my parents didn't preach that way. So was it about really just the uh, the, the the teachings of Christ? You know that's in service. What, yeah, that's what I got out of it. You know what I what I try to tell people who who didn't have a church upbringing or they have skepticism for all Christians. Yeah. I say, you know, some people just believe in the love Jesus was trying to teach to love each yeah. other. Yeah, they're not even that concerned about him being the son of God or anything. It's right. just that was a different message, especially for the time. He just came in to say. Fuck your synagogues. Fuck your rules. Stop. Yeah. Stop killing animals. Yeah. Stop hating each other and yeah. forget the money. Right. And just love each other. Right. So, anyways, not to go down this too sure. far. That's what I took from it from my parents from that church. Yeah. And I've always held with me a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Although I don't go to church now, but I, but stuck I, with you. Definitely. So definitely. you you feel the presence of God. I don't know. I mean, I do feel the presence of God, not yeah. in the sense of a church sure. tells me, but in my own, con- yeah. I have a personal connection with God. And as far as Jesus is concerned, it's even if he's not the son of God, yeah. he still had, I, to me, an amazing message. And yeah. and he's not the one who was writing all the things after, right? right. I mean, yeah. they're the ones saying he sure. said this or that. Yeah. Those gossiping <laughs> apostles. God, what were they wanting? <laughs> Their own thing? Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but, but he he you know he never said make a church after me either. You know these are all the things people wouldn't. Do. Yeah, it became uh, uh, just a a great uh, sort of uh, uh, a basis for a racket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It's a Rico. Take yeah, take this, <laughs> take this book and go make some money. Yeah, yeah. You can do it. Empower. Yeah, but do you have siblings? I have three brothers. Really? Yeah. Three, older? Two older, one younger. I'm three out of four. Wow. Yeah. Well, so how they turn out? I mean, I think great. Yeah, okay. they're, yeah, they're doing great. My my oldest brother is in Kansas City. He has a wonderful family oh, up nice. there. And um, my my the one after him, he works for corporate Walmart, which is a pretty big trip from him because he he was the most liberal oh, really? anti corporation yeah. of the four of us. And a real radical. <laughs> yeah. And now he's working there, but yeah. you know he does it with the ethics, so it it has some okay. balance. One guy with ethics yeah. at Walmart. <laughs> you just need one, right? Sure, as long as he feels good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And the company can go, we got one. Got this guy. He said you're all fine. Yeah, yeah. And um, then the other ones? And my youngest brother, he moved out here in 2002. At first, he was like my stand-in. Then I was, he was going to be oh, my assistant. Yeah. And yeah. then for reasons that are, you know, 
we might even get into later, but he, he, that didn't work out, and he he started doing his own thing, and now he works at Netflix. Oh, really? Um, in a pretty big job there at Netflix. Um, um, so, he, you know, he's doing great. He has a family, too. They're all wow. doing great, yeah. Yeah. No one, none of the other ones got fucked up. Oh, no, not like me. Yeah. <laughs> no, we had a great upbringing. My parents are incredible. You know, I, I, they were, they did everything they could for us. It's Can't just, track it. No, there's no thing. You know, like some of us don't have a thing. You just, I wanted to go be stupid, and it got real stupid real quick. But like, no grandpa with alcoholism, none of that. Oh yeah, I had yeah. My 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 mom's dad. Yeah. But he passed away before I knew him really. Yeah. Um, but he was an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah, and then my my yeah, we have some other family members. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everyone does. Sure, that's that's why I wonder if it. You know, when they say it's hereditary and yeah. all that stuff, I'm like, well, everyone has someone. Sure. So do we all have it? Or? Well, I don't know if that, I guess <laughs> I, I wonder how close it has to be. Yeah, right. You know, okay, that'll tip you over. I mean, I mean, yeah. it doesn't mean you all have it. It means that you all could be activated yeah that's my you, yeah, you got activated that. i sure so, did <laughs> i would think i was like trying to activate everyone around me at the same time of course <laughs> that misery loves company and yeah. you want to share the good times <laughs> so how do you how do you get from arkansas to to acting well yeah you know wait which city in arkansas did you grow up in for the I, most part well i you know i would count so Mountain Home is the was that real kind of yeah. I, I don't want to call it a racist city. Not everyone there is like yeah, that, sure. but that's when I that's you know that switch happened. Yeah, um, and then uh, that's my junior high years. Then my high school years all happened around Little Rock in yeah. a town called Sherwood, which is basically part of Little Rock. Is that a big city? Like I can't picture. It. I feel like I've driven through it, but every city <laughs> that you hear of that isn't like a city city that yeah. we know, yeah, they're just like there's nothing there, man. Yeah, there, I mean, Little Rock actually does have some cool things. It's got the Clinton Library, which is really interesting. Sure. Yeah, and then the riverfront area is kind of cool. Um, I, but you know, I other than that, I wouldn't say it's like a hundred. I think now it's probably two hundred and fifty thousand people. Small, yeah, yeah. yeah. Small. Like I was just in Oklahoma City, <laughs> yeah. and that's pretty small. Yeah, but and that's like, bigger than Little Rock. So, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you're there. Are you are you acting in high school or what? Yeah, the way I got into all that was kind of church and my brothers and church? my dad. Yeah, yeah, church. I know it's well because that's really all you got in Arkansas is your church and your school for your outlet, right? Oh, so they did plays. Yeah, they would do. My mom would, yeah. and it's kind of she got in trouble for it later. Ran into trouble with the church because she put on a play that I was in on Christmas Day in and, the church, and two people hated it and were mad at her for doing it. Said it was sacrilegious, and they had her. Um, they they worked to get her removed. Which didn't work out, but she just left anyway because she felt so bothered by it. She got reprimanded, basically. Yeah, but I mean, not what was uh, what was the button pushing element of this uh, radical play about Christmas? <laughs> it was just, I mean, it's just that we did it because it was really about some people opening presents in their in their in their um, attic. Uh huh. Yeah, it wasn't anything. It was good Christian stories like yeah. out of the Bible. Yeah. It's just a way to tell them. Oh, so you guys, <laughs> she, your mom created it. Well, I think, no, it was written. I oh, can't okay. remember the name of it. It okay, was yeah. so long ago. Sorry, and they got Apologies. offended, and they and these two people got offended, and they were like family friends too. I, oh, really? Yeah, it was weird. so maybe there was uh, other uh, motives. I don't, I, yeah, maybe I guess huh? I, it could be. You know, she was one of the first women preachers uh, at that time. It could be she was a woman. I I, I don't know. Huh. You know, nowadays I can look at it that way. Then I wouldn't have thought of that. Is that when you realize the power? of theater <laughs> get my own mom fired yeah yes yeah, this is something beautiful well this uh, like i can move people <laughs> what you, so you played a present opener <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> but you know what really got me into it was and you're gonna love this yeah because it was the monty python my dad watched monty python at dinner and we would watch that while yeah, we yeah. ate yeah, yeah and we all loved it like you know the 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 skit show yeah before the movies and yeah. so we would um we would reenact them 
and my, my brother's name. Everyone did that. Like, yeah. Monty Python was so fun. Yeah, you know, yeah, you could do those. Uh, yeah, and everyone knew them. You know, yeah, it wasn't yeah, yeah, like yeah. now where I don't get the TikTok jokes. But <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh no, there's no way to keep up with that shit. I don't now. have any idea. But yeah. so we did that, and I, you know, so improv comedy was kind of what we were drawn to, just for fun and and, and your taste. brothers too. Yeah, all of yeah. us. Yeah. Oh, so you do the things. Yeah. So we get up in front of people and do skits and yeah. improv stuff, and, yeah. and that led to uh, in my high school they didn't do plays. Because they, they didn't, didn't have the money. We did children's play, but yeah. we didn't do an actual play. Yeah. We would do these competitions. Right. So you'd go around and do like a monologue yeah. or a, a duet, they call yeah. it for two people. And yeah. and so one of them was improv. And and that was one of the ones I would win in. I would win all the time. Me and these, my buddies. Were you going for funny usually? Always funny. <laughs> always funny. In fact, yeah. that got, later when I went to Juilliard, that got me in trouble because I thought that's what improv was. <laughs> right. Get, get some laughs. Make, make them laugh. Yeah. So, all right, so you do, you're doing that, and you finish high school in Arkansas, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're not, what, you just, are you drinking I, or anything? No, no, I didn't Nothing. do anything, and I, and I was very much against it, and I very much judged my friends if they smoked weed or really? drank anything or t- really? talked about it. Yeah. Oh, boy, there were a lot of people going like, well, I guess Wes is not <laughs> such a... <laughs> you remember that guy in high school? Remember, Look at him now. You remember all the things he said to us? Yeah, yeah. He did heroin. Yeah. <laughs> Got all fucked up. Not yeah. so high and mighty anymore. Well, he's high. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> he's certainly not mighty. I um so I I yeah, I did that and it kind of became a thing at my school even. They loved me and my buddy who yeah. did the improv. We would do skits for them too. And they loved it. Like so, at lunch and shit? And, no, like on in stage. They would put up like, you know, like functions or whatever. Yeah. Or like someone would come speak. And you were doing would, Monty Python stuff? Or no, we do our own stuff. things. Oh, really? Yeah, we did our own things. And Writing I, comedy? Yeah, I mean. You're I, in a comedy team in high school. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. What happened no to No one will tell guy? you otherwise now, I guess. Yeah. Um, he He's now in, um, um uh, he's in Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. Um uh, he does like gymnastics. He teaches gym da- gymnastics oh, okay. to kids, yeah. and he does security as well. For uh, um, out of show business, out of show business. Yeah, he <laughs> he went to the Air Force. We mm-hmm. we we split at high school, and um. Oh, so you remember when he decided to do that? Yeah, well, both of us. Yeah, he, like well, but he was going. You went to the Air Force? No, no. Like we both. Dis- I went to yeah. Juilliard. I was going to go to Juilliard, and he went there. Kind of the same so how, time. How the fuck do you like you know from Arkansas? You're doing sketches, <laughs> skits in high school. Skits, yeah. How do you get into the premier acting? <laughs> college in the country well my mom so i was kind of looking at i play soccer and i was kind of looking at soccer schools or that had <laughs> soccer in a decent drama program but yeah. like i was looking at western kentucky or like yeah. st louis university something yeah. like that so she was like no i think you should try juilliard and i said what's that and she said it's an acting school in new york <laughs> i said okay sounds cool yeah they have an audition in chicago you want to go i said yeah, okay sure i go and <laughs> You have to learn a Shakespearean monologue. A what? <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, I knew it from class, but I was—I didn't quite know what she meant. So I chose Macbeth, which, uh-huh. is, which apparently you don't not supposed to do. And I think that might have caught their attention alone. But it was also I—I I, I delivered at such a slow pace that their first note to me was that was great. But if you did, if everyone did Shakespeare like you did, it would take six hours to finish the play. Right. But I don't know. I, I you know, I, I made a mark. We went up there and I got in. I don't know what they were thinking. Wait, but... so you just you did Macbeth and what other one? <laughs> oh yeah. So I had to do a contemporary that I had used yeah. in the um I can't remember it now. From Life and Death. I can't remember the writer. It's from Life and Death and from Life and Death, yeah. I, if I'm getting that wrong, I apologize. But um um that was my contemporary and I was really good at that one. I really had that locked down from yeah. all the competition. And you just found it in a book? 
Yeah, but just in the, you know, yeah, in the, the monologue the, book. Yeah, the monologue book said that. So you just know. go from Arkansas <laughs> to Chicago with your mom, yeah, with Macbeth, and you've never really taken in Shakespeare before. No, but did, <clears throat> did you feel like your pace was just so you wouldn't fuck it up? Well, I was dramatic pauses, right? I mean, I thought I'm, I'm, I'm from the film generation. Yeah. I didn't see stage, so I was just like, I was doing all. So these... you already knew that. Yeah, you're like, I know, I gotta, I know how to do that. Yeah, yeah I know space how to... it out. <laughs> yeah, really take my break, breathe through it. You know, let them know I'm feeling it. Yeah, I really want them to know I'm feeling. Where'd it. Where'd you learn that shit? <laughs> Where'd just, you go? Just like watching other actors, I guess, or on, you know, TV. Yeah. TV's a little different, right? So, so you're already kind of like just doing the flourishes and you yeah, know, oh yeah, letting, yeah. Th- letting shit sit. I love movies. I mean, yeah. movies were my, really my draw tactic. So, yeah. I, you know, that was my influence to get into that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And they, and you got in? That's I crazy. I got in. I got in. It's it, crazy. It was crazy getting that phone call because, I, you know, I, I didn't expect it. I knew I had a good audition, but there were many kids. So Yeah. Yeah. And what was it? Uh, so you moved to New York. I did. I moved to New York at 17 years old. I was 17 because I was young for my class. I, got, I turned 18 like the first month. When Where I was the fuck there. did you? What, did you live on campus? Did, I did. did they have that? Yeah, they, they have, have dorms it. above the. You know, like on 66th okay. Street, over, okay. up by yeah. the Lincoln Center and all that. And so um, I, I stayed up in the dorms. Yeah, and I went there and I didn't know. I have a clue. And I had a Southern accent. And they hate. You got at the rid time, of that? They hated it. Well, you they. Had it? I had it and I could hear it and I I was good at I have a good ear so I could I could avoid it but not as far as they're concerned. So <laughs> they the had teachers. me do extra time. Yeah, the voice and speech teachers. At the time that was the intense thing there. It's different yeah. now. But, well, yeah. I've talked to people that have been there. It's very competitive yeah. and they kick people out and they it's do, like yeah. it's kind of brutal and there's definitely a system yeah. that seems antithetical to creating yeah. personalities. And that was my you nailed it. That was my problem. You probably I don't know if other people have said this, but when I was there in my first year, I went to the fourth year showcase to see, because they show, you know, to the agents will come and see these fourth year students. Oh, so you up. guys just went as, you know, because yeah. you were new at school. Yeah, they were like, come check it out. What you were working towards. Right. And yeah. and all I saw was, or heard really, was the same voice and, and dialect. Yeah. Out of the, all the men, women, didn't matter their ages and what role they were playing. Huh. They all sounded exactly the same. And they and they would tell you, that's what we're going to do. I mean, it takes a few years after that to shake out of it and make it your own. In my head, I was like, I don't want to. I don't think I want to do that. Yeah, I was real into like, like you said, having a personality and yeah, making it my own. And so, how was that first year for you? Rough, rough, rough in a lot of ways. Also amazing. I mean, it was eye opening. I didn't know anything about theater history. I didn't really know how to yeah. dig into the depths, like right. of um, you, of me, or of the character. Mm. I mean, I did a little. I was, I did, I, I had tricks, as they say. I had things I could do to make you think I was doing that. Isn't that half effective? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, now it's, I, it's hard for me to say that now doing this show for so long because it's become. We can talk about that later, but it's, it's almost consuming. But, what but yeah. Yellowstone? Yeah, yeah. But, but at the time, it, I didn't even know how to dig past my own stuff. Right. Well, I mean, it's always the sort of kind of question around acting is that, you know, everyone's got a different approach to it, but basically you're pretending to be somebody else. (laughs) Yeah. So, and I think some, to some people it just comes easy. Who the fuck knows? You know, like (laughs) it all, it it really depends on what you expect out of it for yourself. I I firmly believe that. Right. But if you've got the knack and you could pull it off and everyone's like, wow, you were really in it. And you know, like, (laughs) no, no, not even close. (laughs) 
what was like, his name again? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so what? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? You sure. don't know it to anybody to explain that. If yeah, if it has the effect, it has the effect. I totally agree. Yeah, when people ask me, how you know, does your work style conflict with someone else's work styles? No, we, we're all trying our best to get out what we need to do to play this character. So whatever they're sure. doing, that's great. Yeah, whatever when I'm they go action, you just sort of like you're in yeah, it. You're in and it. then like three minutes later, it's over. <laughs> and then you do is. it from another angle. <laughs> right. And then a third angle. <laughs> and they're all different. Times. Yeah. And they're all different. Well, it's, it's, I don't think people, especially with movie and TV acting, really understand just the plotting pace of it. There's no, no continuity to it. I mean, just to hold on. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing they can pull shit together. It's a, you know, I often think more actors who win awards or whatever should be thanking the editor <laughs> more often because no. their your performance really is the editor's decision to yeah. how they put together what you did. It's crazy. Yeah, the the way it all works and like a lot of times when you're doing something you're like how's this gonna come together <laughs> yeah this is gar- there's no way they're gonna make a movie I, out of this i do that all the time <laughs> oh my god i have no i'm no, no clue i i've learned that i'm really bad at that yeah what <laughs> i can't when i read a script i don't understand what that all i can see is the words that yeah. i'm supposed to say yeah. but like where i'm supposed to be yeah. what's happening i'm mm-hmm. like someone has to tell me that like when this <laughs> this one we're shooting today does this happen before or after that thing we did before <laughs> after okay good so i'm tired yeah okay <laughs> And that's the method. <laughs> there you go. All right. So I, so I just walked out of that it. place and I'm a little aggravated. Okay. But you know, you're not, it really is just emotions, right? Yeah. I mean, really what that's we're doing, true. we're just portraying whatever emotion they're in in that moment. Anything deeper than that's like, you know. It's projected onto it. Yeah. Or you can, you know, you can certainly fill it up with backstory if you want. But, so, I did, yeah. but that sort of seemed to be what you were good at yeah. from the beginning. Yes. Was having kind of like, a, you know, kind of wide open with that shit. With, I was, yeah. I think I was, I was more ready to to learn and do all that than I think the other kids in my class at Julia because they had all gone to acting classes and stuff. So they had a preconceived idea of what they wanted to do so what were they trying to do to you in that first year well they wanted to really get my speech down i have a tongue tie like yeah, you know, mine's all thing. fucked up is it yeah so it's like hook, hook so it's hard for me to hit the t's and stuff so oh, really? sometimes i hit the teeth and it sounds like a duh instead of a tuh D- dude my l's are like w's and my, yeah. I, I lisp a little bit and yeah. it's just like it's a disaster i don't hear that but i no, i know but yeah. like yeah. You, they're rolling l's but what i, I can't I, do the rolling l's at all no yeah. I, I no my, i have rolling l's which means i do them with my throat not my tongue oh oh so i see it, oh it's like la so it's not ah, even a yeah. la there's no uh, le. it's yeah. just like ah. <laughs> i don't know but I no one's same, I couldn't get my jaw would close as I did it, so that would quiet the voice. And they got hung up on that. They got real hung up on that, man. They wanted they kept maybe stay after class. Holy shit, I would go nuts. They whenever it was a group, they would yeah. focus on me for like longer than everyone else. Really? Yeah. And it was really irritating. Yeah, because <laughs> I got to stay after. Hey, hillbilly. <laughs> <laughs> we made a mistake in you. Can we fix it, please? <laughs> what were we thinking? Yeah, <laughs> you fooled us with your pausing. Yeah. We thought you were a genius. <laughs> You're a master. Yeah, no. You're just dumb. Yeah. yeah. I, just, I got in here because I acted. Yeah, and you guys bought it. Yeah. I, acted, yeah. I fooled you into thinking exactly. I was a good actor. <laughs> so, how, well, so what else happened? So they, did they mm. beat it out? Yeah, something must have took. Yeah. Well, no. I, I actually ended up leaving. So, um, But you must have, like, the process must oh, have learned yes. something. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, sorry. Mostly what I learned was... Well, so a way I've told to other people is what they do there is they're going to strip you down the first year, yeah. take away all your ideas of yourself, take away all those tricks, take away all those plans you have, yeah, take them away, and th- they said you're going to be a blank slate, yeah, 
And I liked that. I thought that was right. Yeah. I, something about that sounded right to me. Yeah. It'd be a blank canvas for every. But not role. if they terrorized it out of you. <laughs> no, they didn't. Ter- that part they didn't. That was real easy for me to attach to because I wanted to go far. You know, like I learned stories there. I don't know if this is entirely true. That the Moscow Theater, they would, um, you know, back in the day, they would rehearse a play for a full year before they put it on. Yeah. And I thought that sounded amazing to go into that depth into yeah. the characters and explore all that yeah. stuff. And even if it's hard. So part of me was really ready to do that. Even though I, though I wasn't capable yet, I, I was open right. to that. Yeah. You know Bernthal? Uh, John? Yeah, yes, I do. Yes, he, yeah. you know, he did that. He was like up in Russia doing Russian theater. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, really? yeah. He's like hardcore, that guy. Wow. Okay. Yeah, he's, I, a, he's a real kind of like, you know, do ah, the work dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah I got to yeah. talk to him because I, yeah, I don't really make the effort to go there. Yeah. Like, I think I just like, I'm ready for some, I, I, for me, it's not, I always saw it as just like dropping all the things rather than adding all the things. Right. Like I needed to quiet all the me and quiet all the, so I will go silent I don't take notes. I don't write anything down. I don't. When you're preparing? Yeah, yeah. I never write anything down when I'm doing it because so I so you me you you locked into the blank slate thing, but yeah. you you Not didn't the like the voice. process. No, I didn't like the sound of the actors. The yeah, well, bl- blank slate's one thing, but then to yeah. sort of why are you all to kind of <laughs> void your personalities? Yeah, what they're going to replace it with is some robot, some yeah. Juilliard robot, or just yeah. a bore. You know, like you, you know, <laughs> we want the kids to go to sleep in the theater so the adults can watch. Well, I think they're just. It, it's sort of like you know, Mamet does sort of a take on that too, where he believes that it's all in the lines and it doesn't matter, even whether you can act. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like you know, it's so de- it's demeaning almost. Yeah, it's like you're here to serve my story. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I don't like that, but I understand good writing can carry the day. Sure, and you get out of the way of really good writing yeah. as best you can. But no, it's not. I don't. You know, that's no fun either. Like, no, you know, we so want to do what, something. What happens? Did you blow up? I know. Lose your mind. I started to get sick of it, and you got in trouble. Uh, well, one of my friends, I didn't really. I, I, I somehow avoided trouble there, and I, but I what did was start the smoking you... weed there, though. But uh, that actually, that was the one that helped. Uh-huh. The weed was one that because I was a, I was a temperamental. Take it easy. Take it easy. No, I don't mean. It, it, I don't mean helped. Like <laughs> you know what I mean. It, it, what I'm trying to say is, I could see people using it as a medicine because sure. at the time I had a hard temper. And I was really quick to beat myself up if someone judged me. And something about it did switch that stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I'm not advocating well, going the, down that road. I'm oh, just sure. saying it's if you Everyone's do. Everyone's going down that road. We, we live <laughs> on that so. road. You, you, we can yeah, go, you can so. just go buy it like it's fucking McDonald's That's now. why your Postmates orders are all wrong, by the way. Yeah, um, <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I, it, to, to be honest with you, I've got like, you know, I'm 23 years, something changed over. Mm-hmm. And that's the one I miss. Yeah. And I'll yeah. tell you, man, it's yeah. like. When you see it now, like the people just like, did you like it? It's cheap. Yeah. And you can yeah. just buy it legally. Yeah. They're doing it everywhere. I know. And like, you know, I yeah. see, cause there's dudes at the comedy store that, you know, met that, that are in the business mm. and they bring these buds and shit. I'm like, oh, do yeah. you know how rare that was when I was smoking oh. weed 23 years ago to see one of those buds? You're like, where did that come from? It's like gold. Yeah. Like Canada. Like gold. <laughs> yeah. Hawaii. Yeah. It's crazy. I remember that. Yeah. Especially the New York dirt weed. That, that oh, was my worst, first yeah. experience. What, going downtown, getting garbage yeah, yes. in Washington Square Park. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oregano out of the bed. Sure. Or they had delivery services. <laughs> we, when I was in New York, there used to be like this health food store. You could go in with a card. Oh, really? And they'd set you up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. they had to, it was downtown. Okay. I can't remember who gave me the card, but it was like, it was never that good. You just had to find a guy. <laughs> yeah. And now you don't even need a guy anymore. Yeah, in the store, you walk into the store. A store. I'm with you though. It's crazy because 
because also like they it's broken down to all its components and people yeah. are always talking about all that stuff yeah so, yeah well this one won't, yeah. you won't even feel it but it'll make you nicer <laughs> yeah what? yeah what how do you not feel it what are I you know, guys doing I know. I know you gotta stay away from the thinking because like i can feel it yeah tugging like like because i'm old now and i'm uh-huh. 23 years sober right and there's there's part of me that's sort of like i need to smoke weed but i know <laughs> yeah I'll smoke it every day. Yeah. Right, all right. day. It'll be, yeah, you'll lean on it. I mean, that's what we do. Every day. We're looking for something to lean on. Every day. Yeah. I would smoke it every day yeah. and I would love it. <laughs> and I would just be like a moron. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Within inside a year, yeah. I'd be like, what day is it? You know, like I'm bare, almost that way already. <laughs> Back to the bliss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And just, such. oh, sure. <laughs> so, yeah. so it, yeah. It, but how'd you get in trouble for being funny over there? You said you got in oh, trouble. Oh, yeah. So we would do improvs, yeah. you know, and like I would try to make a joke out of it, make them laugh. And they were uh, looking for you to explore the character with depth and really like oh improvs within characters within plays yes right or or just a concept oh, okay so yeah oh yeah that's right we would pick yeah, out yeah. a monologue right and then you would go in depth with that right and then he did one where he just really went at me i was playing john wilkes booth yeah and he really hilarious went guy me. he's so funny yeah I, I th- <laughs> an actor too. classic comedian yeah. yeah yeah um he 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 wanted he you know i wasn't really trying to be funny with him i was just it was light still so my idea was still wasn't about the depth and he hammered me and hammered me until i was there you know as they say he just didn't let me go until i got there and i did and it was eye-opening it was beautiful really yeah and it was it was something i used to this day that now what he's doing you know no longer i'm trying to make myself laugh it really is exploring the depths and the realities of a day-to-day character really yeah so i i i, I was appreciative but it how was did he make you do it? it he just kept stop thinking about it he, he's like he was a soldier man john stex and he just sit like a little wise man and barely move yeah he goes, stop, stop, stop. I'd be in it. Stop, stop, stop. I'd stop and I'd be frustrated and looking around at everybody yeah. thinking about them judging me. And he said, Wes, you have to stop thinking. Yeah. You've got to stop thinking. Yeah. Go. And it was like, I'd do it. And he goes, stop, oh, stop. So the self-awareness, you mean the self-consciousness. Yeah, he, he knew I knew I was in that room. Right. He's like, you have to be in the room John's in. Yeah. You gotta stop being in this room at Juilliard and oh, start yeah. being, the, being in that barn where he's about to get burned out. Right got to be in that room his life's in danger stop thinking about us wow and, yeah. and eventually you got there and you eventually, realized like yeah okay i got to do that yeah that's something i can use yeah oh yeah and i always and i have yeah wow so how do you leave juilliard well i i i uh, so a friend was wanted to go audition for rent and i sort of sang yeah i didn't want to go to class that day so yeah. i said i'm gonna go with you to your audition to rent it was, yeah. a, it was a cattle call outside of bernie telsey's office yeah I know that guy. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he have a little theater too? Uh, he might have. Bernie Telsey. He was, yeah, but he's, I don't know if he had a theater, but he's, you know, he's the big man on Broadway for casting. Right, yeah, yeah, right, right, Broadway the caster. I remember meeting him at some point, because I lived in well, New York. Yeah, I'm sure you did, yeah. They sent me out for things that I never got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, well, I got lucky with him. I, I So standing in that line outside, yeah. a, another casting director had walked down the line, was handing out her card, and she handed her card to me and said, come read for this movie later. And I was like, okay, is it a porn? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why are you handing yeah. out cards? Yeah. And she said, no, it's a, it's legit. Just come down to here and read for it. Who was that? Meredith Jacobson. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, she's no longer doing it. And she barely was doing it then. Yeah. And so um, I went in and I actually got the callback for Rent. And that made me feel confident enough to go, I'm going to go try this audition. And my friend left, went back to school, and I went to go to the other audition. And seven callbacks later, I got it and... Kate Walsh was in it, and uh, it was a tiny little nothing movie. Yeah, but getting it, I went and told Juliet. I said, "Look, I'm out of here. I'm going to go do. <laughs> I'm going to go to work. Yeah, I'm going to go work on this stuff yeah. now." And um, 
and they asked me to stay to the end. Uh, actually, my classmates wanted to make sure I stayed to the end to do the project we were working on. Oh, for the first year, you mean? Yeah, but I wanted to go then. I was so, I was just, it didn't feel right for me. Yeah. Yeah. Did you go? I went. I, I left, yeah. I you went didn't stay left. for the year? No. Oh, no, I sorry. I did okay. stay for the year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my friends were right. I should. Yeah. And, and it was nice to stay, and it felt right to Get stay. some closure and, like, good luck. Yeah. And, and like, not I, just be like, what happened to that guy? Yeah, right, exactly. Oh, yeah. he got strung out on heroin. <laughs> Haven't you heard? <laughs> really made something of himself. What class did we take for that? <laughs> but, but so so that was the first movie, and that helped you. And then, like, well, yeah. I mean, you did a few, right? Yeah. Well, so that one helped me get an agent there, and that helped me book something called White River Kid yeah. with Antonio Banderas and Bob Hoskins, and, I, and that was shot in Arkansas. So sure. I, Arnie Glemsher directed it. He had directed. Um, Who else was in it? Uh, Antonio Banderas, yeah. Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Ellen Barkin, yeah. Ellen yeah. Barkin, those are big people. Yeah, it was a big movie. It was, yeah, and it was great to go back to Arkansas where I had really put up with a lot of uh, borderline bullying from yeah. certain people. And it yeah. was satisfying to go back and get all these phone calls from all those kids. Hey, you want to come hang out? Hey, Wes. They're talking to me like they were, they were my friend Right, or right, right. So there was some satisfaction in that for sure. Oh, that's sure. good. Yeah, but then that, then and, and then... I, I auditioned for, um, after that I auditioned for American Beauty. Yeah. It kind of kicked my way in the door there with Lee. Lee helped me just, we went to Lee LA Daniels. and he's like, he's like, just go in. So you met, that's, he, when did you pick him up? That was in New York after Juilliard. Okay. So we, I met him through, um, um, through a casting director as well. And Are you guys still friends? Uh, yeah, we're still friends. Yeah, right. yeah. It ended weird, bad because I was starting to go off the rails, and um, he was, you know, he was ready to move on to direct. So we yeah. had a moment there. We uh, didn't talk. But it was yeah. good after that. Nothing worse for a manager than uh, a client that's <laughs> fucking out of his mind. Oh, he was done with me. Showed- <laughs> I said no to everything. And yeah. he was just like, can we do something? <laughs> like leave the house? Can like you drugs, leave? you mean? <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right, so you do American Beauty, yeah. which was like a great movie. Thank you. It was. I, mean, I you didn't were make great. it, but. <laughs> no, but you were great and everybody was great in it. It was, uh, you know, it oh, just. I appreciate that. You know, you did, I think you took some comedic flack for the bag, but, <laughs> yeah, but, but it had nothing, great. Yeah, you had nothing I to do that. with that. It was great. No, I love the, the I love people make fun of the bag. I mean, yeah. it, it was borderline even for us, you know? <laughs> you guys were laughing at it? Yeah. Well, it was, you know, it's on the fence. It's like, he's sure. it's a bag. And yeah. even Thora was like, I don't get it. Well, we shot those, you know, we shot that scene and she kept, after every take, she said, I just don't get it. You know, I'm, I'm giving it, borderline crying, you know, trying to really make this something. And she, nah, I don't see it. <laughs> no, I was, I found the whole thing effective. Yeah, it was the writing. You know, I think, I think I, you know, it, it blew up for me. And I, and I, I'm, I, I've had a lot of years to think about this. Yeah. And I think I'm right. I think it, a combination of the great writing, yep. I did a decent job. And the fact that nobody knew who I was really made this character stand out. Yeah. Because if they had kind of even known me or other movies had come out, I think it would have had less of an impact because I don't think I was that good at it. Right. No, I think you were. I thought you were very good in it. But I think like now talking to you and knowing like, you know, where you were coming from as an actor, it, you know, you were right for the part. Oh, thank you. Right? I felt right for the part. As soon as I read it, it was, I, I, I just knew it was mine. I yeah. didn't have a doubt in my mind the whole audition process. I should have. Yeah. Brad Renfro was the the main guy they wanted. He's great. I'm a great actor. It's so weird because yeah. adding the two of you. Jeez. <laughs> the late 90s, man. We were all doing But he's something. gone, isn't he? He's gone. He's gone. Yeah. yeah bad. So. It was bad. Real bad. He was real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys hang during the using times? No. I really? think that's probably good. Yeah. I don't think I would have made that. <laughs> you know, I tended to hang by myself when I got to the dangerous stuff. But. Uh, well, so- all right, so you do this amazing movie. Renfro was great too, though. He's a, yeah. He was a good actor. Yeah. 
Um, so then everything takes off. Yeah, yeah, and in overnight, I'm, I I got sent these faxes of what the press were saying about before they were going to release it. Yeah, and the things I was reading were just blowing my mind because it was a level I never thought I'd ever. Yeah, ever reach or or, or someone would ever say about me. Right. So yeah, and then and then you know immediately recognizable overnight, um, everything changed. Yeah, everything changed. Yeah, it's hard to describe even now because it's like it's every facet of your life. So you know I could like list everything. You know, to but the, now you're like you know, the king of the town here. Yeah, it was it's, yeah, and it's that's Felt not like nothing. It. No in Hollywood. No, you got clothes. People want to buy you things. People want to give you stuff. Lots. Yeah, that was the weird trip because I grew up. You know, I'm not poor, but lower. You know, we didn't yeah. have a bunch of money. De- yeah. Definitely Walmart clothes and, sure. and you hang on to it as long as you can to be then gifted a bunch of stuff like yeah. it just i could see the world for what it was in a moment <laughs> taking pictures are you taking pictures oh the pictures i hated i hated i got really nervous about the attention because but didn't you do like fashion spreads and shit i did yeah <laughs> i didn't want to <laughs> You talking about time out in New York and all Whatever. that? Whatever, I don't but know. Vanity what, I mean, Fair, yeah, I remember Vanity all that. Fair, all that stuff. Yeah, it was weird. I, I didn't want that side of it. I, well, was, I think it's like you're one of those rare people for them, like, you know, that they saw a movie star, right? Because yeah. you could act and you're a yeah. good looking guy. And so. that doesn't happen all the time. Usually the yeah. actors, you know, kind of squishy and weird looking sometimes. But, <laughs> like, yeah, I guess you know, so. <laughs> so you got all the shit working and they're like, this is our guy. We're yeah. going to that- hang clothes on him for the rest of time. <laughs> and pictures, pictures, yeah. pictures. Yeah. Yeah, they did that. They tried to do that. Yeah. But that was part of my rejection because I, I had a hard rejection to all this. I or tried to. You pushed back. I did. I fired, I, I, I let go, I should say, because it was friendly. I let go of publicists yeah. immediately. I was like, this is not for me. I don't want to go running around, you know, sticking strawberries in other girls' mouths. And yeah. I, went to, I didn't want to. That's pretty specific. <laughs> there was a shoe, right? <laughs> oh, okay. That was kind of my line. Like, yeah. what are we doing yeah, yeah. here? Like, yeah. I, and this is not me. So, yeah. you know, it was the 90s too. It was what we all were kind of we wanted to be legit like you know have credibility yeah we didn't we weren't like sellouts all that was we were trying to avoid all that who's we just the 90s actors i mean in general the vibe were your peers uh well um my peers at the time that i well people who would who would inspire me would be more like nirvana sure oh yeah okay right and pearl jam that kind of vibe yeah Yeah, 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 the whole thing was like rejecting yeah yeah fame rejecting attention yeah yeah or money corporate money yeah corporate money yeah yeah it was you know like you know if you don't sell out you're a moron <laughs> you're an idiot they yeah, want yeah. you to sell the minute the you've got to become your brand <laughs> yeah, you're oh a God. brand no man no. yeah man my brandish schlub. yeah <laughs> I, well i mean so where did you f- start to feel it come unraveled they were you know um the pressure of having to decide what was next and um did I, you get were you offered spider-man yes you were. Well, uh, yes, and I don't know the real story. You know, I always hear it, and I thought I knew it at the time. All I understood, yeah. I was God that had the offer because I, it was up to me. Yes, from or no. Lee, uh, Lee was telling me that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it was up to me, yes or no, and he was constantly pressuring, and I, I was a no from the beginning. At the time, no super, Spider-Man superhero movies were like, you yeah. know, nobody was. Uh-huh. You know, we had come off the end of the Batman stuff with Val killing the, the nipples. Oh, so and right. All that. So this is like this is Spider-Man. That was the beginning of the whole Marvel thing. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of even so, pre that. Yeah. Still kind of, but it it definitely was cooler than I, you know, became cooler than I expected it yeah. to be. But not that I want. I would that may probably maybe say no even more. Yeah. But I just didn't want that to be. So you I turned want, down Spider-Man. I turned down Spider-Man. Is this when yeah. you were using? I was starting to use. It wasn't heavy until later, but okay. like I was, yeah, that was starting to have an influence on my life. Well, so when does that happen exactly? Oh, the the drugs the, being yeah, the influence. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so 
you know, cocaine was kind of the first problem that happened yeah. when I was shooting American Beauty, first time I tried it. But I didn't uh, do it a bunch. Yeah. It was kind of maybe on the weekend if someone else had it. Yeah. But I was open to it. Yeah. So let's what do that. year was that? 1999, 2000. Oh, yeah. 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 So cocaine was still. Yeah. Kind of around its back. I feel like it took a hiatus. <laughs> I think it did, but it yeah. was it was definitely around cooking then. in. Yeah, everybody yeah. was all about it then. Yeah, yeah. 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 Heroin, yeah. heroin was coming like right after that. Yeah. But um, it was still a coke kind of yeah. town then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're doing the coke doing on the, American Beauty, doing the coke, drinking more, yeah. you know, the weed and all that, and heavy weed, heavy weed affecting my performances, affecting my. Were, press. You, were you high during American Beauty? No, not at all. Oh no. really? Not no. oh not a, you, you never got high in the rolls. Yeah, I did. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, not there. That's okay. that was the I had somehow dodged it. Starting at Four Feathers, which yeah. was not long after that, I was um, a certain section of that movie. I was doing quite a bit of blow. <laughs> it wasn't that I was doing it on set, but I would definitely not be off it. You know, the effects were still there when yeah. I was trying to work. Can you see it? Not in that one. In your performance, not, I was young. I think I yeah. got, somehow got away with. It. And most of it's in Morocco, where I did not do any of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was when we got to London. Getting that be, kind of trouble. Be, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so then game the game of their lives. Yeah, so I, I'm just saying this period. I yeah. was saying no a lot. Yeah, you know that the, what happened after American Beauty was basically I got offered everything in my age group, everything, yeah. and I had to pick, and yeah. I was not ready for that. I didn't, I didn't really want to make it at a young age. Yeah, I knew the good roles were coming. Sure. So I, you know, it was hard for me to pick stuff. And Game of Their Lives is a soccer movie, so I was, I love soccer. Yeah. And so I wanted to kind of push it. <laughs> Did it work? It's not a good movie. It's not a bad movie. It's not a good movie. It's yeah. just kind of a, the story itself, the guys. So you're turning down all these defining movies of your generation. Yeah. Because yeah. you want to <laughs> you want to be a good actor and, and then you want to hold out. Mm -hmm. And then you did a bunch of <laughs> terrible movies. <laughs> yeah. Just beyond. Yeah. And you start using drugs. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it well, like you said, the wheels came off. The decision making was gone. I mean, I should have. But what, what precipitated. Was there a thing where the wheels came off? Were yeah. You... Well, there was. I, I was in a bad relationship, a relationship where we weren't helping each other. Sure. And um, that was certainly a, a catalyst. For, yeah. She she definitely um, made it okay for me to say no in a stupid way to a lot of things. Oh, really? So you're like like yeah. locked in? Yeah, I think I was getting a reputation for being difficult and and don't even bother with him anymore, kind of oh, a thing. No. And I, yeah. you know and. Yeah. No one was really able to yeah. get me out of it. Not that they should yeah, have. That didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> what the guy from American Beauty? Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's it. Yeah, that was the talk. He's that he, you know bust. Yeah, or, or a cautionary tale, as they say. I, so, I, so you started to feel that. Happen. I started to feel like it's, I could tell because the offers were getting worse. The money was getting lower. Yeah, the tomb. The tomb. Oh my God, <laughs> the tomb. Uh, that was an Edgar Allan Poe. Was the tomb supposed to be an Edgar Allan Poe short story uh -huh. about Legia? Uh huh. And they called it the tomb later. And yeah, I was a, I was really messed up on that. That's that was my low. So those the are the tomb. movies that era. It's good to hit bottom on a movie called The Tomb. <laughs> I never thought about that. <laughs> it was a choice. I'm, but, I'm gonna pretend like this is a choice. <laughs> so, so who the who the fuck turns you on to dope? Um, just people I was hanging around, you oh. know, like, so part of it was that I- Were you smoking it? Like, was it that tar shit? Yeah, I only smoked it. I, no, I should say I injected it once and that was awful. I never liked dope. Yeah. I never liked, I, I, I hardly liked Coke, but yeah. you're once you start doing it, you're, you're yeah. doing it. Yeah. And I was also killing pain. I was, at this point I was, 
dealing in this bad relationship. It was it was it was so. It's right like around two thousand and five ish. Yeah, six after seven, the eight. soccer movie. Yeah, two thousand six through eight. Yeah, are, are were my lows. That's when heroin was was prominent. And you were just smoking it. Just smoking it, and um, I did it to balance the coke feeling. I yeah, thought that course. was smart, you know. Yeah, I got, you got to sleep. <laughs> sleep. <laughs> I was just desperate to like. I don't think I slept except Sundays. Uh, it was only when I sat down to watch so football. You couldn't even take the edge off. No, it was. Oh, I'm. I was. I was kind of a. It was scary, man. I was all week. I'd stay up all week. I'd go looking all night for it. Uh, it was where downtown. Downtown at the time Hollywood before they kicked for everyone the, out of for Hollywood. the tar shit. Tar, yeah, yeah, no China white stuff or anything like that. It was the tar, yeah, that yeah, out here, yeah, that shit from uh, yeah. from Mexico. China yeah. white was on the east coast, right, or Australia, like, yeah, yeah. Is it like Australia, yeah. So I did it once in Australia. <laughs> yeah, that was the good stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I think I kind of happy you, I, that wasn't. You could just snort that stuff, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right, yeah. You got to smoke that tar shit. And I did a lot. Yeah, I did a lot. Uh, yeah. So you, so you got strung out. Very strung out, very noticeable. My family were trying to figure out how to intervene. My brother tried. I, I, I left the girl I was with and moved in this tiny little apartment in East Hollywood, like little Armenia, and I just shacked up, did a bunch of drugs, and made <laughs> this terrible music on my computer and watched watched too many cuts of my movies constantly. I was trying oh, to really? like I was just trying to heal whatever. What do you, what was the point of watching the movies? I thought it would make me feel better about myself. I think. Oh, because I was really like you know it was. So you're getting sinking. all skinny and weird and pale and yeah. sweaty. Well, I got like I, I got like sort of bloated in my face and you know I didn't get the skinny uh, so much. But I so I, you could tell my eyes because you, know, you were drinking a lot too. Yeah, I, would, I didn't. That's another one I didn't like, but did you know if you know if I had you done, weren't enjoying yourself at all. <laughs> No, because I was more of a psychedelics guy. I did that all that because that was the crew I was running with. They went that hard stuff, and so and once you start, you know, you're you locked in. Out. I did yeah. not like it. That's what's crazy about it. You didn't it. like it for I three didn't years. Like the feeling of it. No, isn't that crazy? I mean, of course, there were moments where I thought I did, but but it was just because I was easing the pain of withdrawal. Yeah, right. it really wasn't like I was right. loving. You know, right. Immediately with heroin, it's all you're doing is trying to ease that withdrawal. It's not. Yeah, I for can't. me it wasn't. I didn't get that euphoria everyone gets. Never or the ten thousand orgasms. Like not in, even the one time you shot it. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I felt sick and I and I and I. I don't like being like drunk and stuff where you yeah. incoherent. You right. can't keep your head up. Right, and that's all that did. Wow, so you you just you did all these years of horrible horrible drug, drug use. Ketamine, I did all this, but you never had a good time. No, no, I mean no. I would go dancing. Ecstasy, oh. ecstasy. Actually, that's different, we skipped that, the ecstasy beard. That was kind of the bridge way, and that's when I would go dancing. I DJed a bit. And oh I yeah, loved, like house music and. But I, so, I, like during this time, you're doing P two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, the yep. ungodly. Oh man, yeah. Ghost Rider. Yeah. Was yeah. that Nicolas Cage? Yeah, and I had a good time on that, actually, even though I didn't do a good job on it. I, I really could have done a better job with that. Everyone else was doing some fun stuff, at least, and I think I just was going trying to get to the club. And Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, Sam Elliott was great. Yeah. I, everyone on it, I had a great time on that one. Was Nick good? Did you talk to yeah, him? Yeah, I had a good time with Nick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, not much. You know, he was had a baby had a baby on the way, oh, okay. and, he was, and he was trying to keep clean and stuff, yeah, so yeah. we weren't, we wouldn't have, we so, wouldn't have Right, right, then. stay away from that trailer. <laughs> that's what they told him. Yeah, that's yeah. basically what was written on my forehead and my yeah, shirt i think at the time stay away from that guy <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna suck everybody in he's if we're not careful. <laughs> so the tomb that was it oh that's your bottom 
Yeah, the tomb. Are you high on that movie? Oh yeah, very. Very. That was Saint Dolan's Cadillac. What is that? Uh, so that was a that's a Stephen King short story, and yeah. that's where I started to get the inkling that I wanted that something was amiss. <laughs> yeah, I needed to get clean. So I met a girl on that named uh, Jackie, who's now my wife. And uh-huh. so I met her. You met her fucked up. I was well. I I came into Canada, couldn't carry anything with me, and they didn't have anything in oh. this little town. So, you're so I was sweating it out. I had some methadone uh, that I snuck in, and so that eased me off it. And then I was just kind of. So you were on methadone. I well, I was not prescribed it or anything but someone gave it to me to uh, so, so you wouldn't it. lose it yeah yeah because they knew i was going to if i didn't and i would have so you probably. had to smoke a lot of heroin to get that strung out oh i was a lot yeah i was i i prided myself on being the guy who could do the most and stay alive and so what was your daily habit at the worst of it yeah i, could, I don't remember now definitely more than a gram i mean probably like couple so, grams right I right mean, so you like a couple hundred a day oh yeah 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 i threw all my money at it and then when i didn't have money i'd beg for more and and then uh and then the running out of money and meeting the girl going to canada did you ever find started... yourself in uh, you know positions that were oh yeah yeah one guy came to my house and kicked the door down i was i was afraid one guy was gonna like shoot me i was i, I was walking back and forth in my house yeah checking the windows or apartment really checking the windows just thinking they're gonna show up any moment yeah i would so, probably a thousand or something i think and i've worked that out but yeah 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 Yeah, there was scary and you know like i said i go downtown that was scary too i'd hang with people all day i'd pick up someone downtown yeah go downtown someone who's living on the street maybe i don't know yeah we'd all want to go get drugs we all go get drugs and go smoke downtown in my cadillac yeah hang out all day like that wow it's crazy you're lucky you weren't shooting yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I drew a line there for some reason. I know, it's, it's, it's one of those lines. I drew that line too. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Because you, 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 heroin as well? Not you, really. Okay. I, it, I, 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 I just didn't take to it, but it was definitely blow. And I, you know, I smoked heroin a few times. Yeah. But it was, you know, you're just, in, when you're in drug world, you're in drug world. Yeah. But I think that was what, that was the, my line was because like, I felt like if I did that, yeah. if I was to try heroin mm-hmm. by shooting it, then yeah. there's the possibility I'll never get out. Yeah, I thought that too. I thought that because I saw I you know I hung people who hung with yeah. people who did that, and they were just they like shit themselves. They were laid out on the couch. They were like abscesses all over their arms. And so you're hanging out with those guys. Yeah, because they're also doing meth. They were doing the the meth. Yeah, heroin. Flip. So, so you were a meth guy too. No, no, I didn't. So I would judge them as, you know, then by then I was smoking crack and yeah. making it myself. And I was like, you guys are gross and dumb. And then they're like, you're gross. And <laughs> so you're, you're making your own sad. crack. You're, you're yeah. basing. I'm basing. Yeah. And that costs a lot of money too. Yeah. A lot of money. A lot of money. To ruin Coke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to figure out how to do that. Just a learning curve is going to cost you a bit of money. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> that was the worst when it would disappear in the water. Like that was just the, that was going to be terrible for four days. <laughs> you fucked it up. You did the baking soda. You yeah. didn't pull it together. No, no. Oh, there it goes. Oh, oh yeah. And you drink it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, whatever it takes. Oh, I would dig around on my floor. Like, I had back problems for a while because I would dig around on my floor for hours looking for. Oh stuff. my god. I was a. This I was keeps, a real skis. Like I was not. This keeps was, getting better and better. <laughs> I was an ugly drug addict. I know that you can say. And generally. you're just hanging around. Well, that's something I always say about. The thing that you don't hear talk about talked about when you do get sober is that it's not just the drugs; it's the situations you're in yeah. that become deadly. Yeah. Is that like you? You know, yeah, you can die from drugs, mm-hmm. but if you're in that life, 
there's you, your possibility of getting killed exponentially grows oh, yeah. every day you walk out the door. Yes, yes, by many, many factors. Yeah. Drunk, you driving yourself. Is driving, oh, yeah. buying, yeah. hanging out with people, getting rolled. Yep, you owing know. money. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah, or, I, or just somebody who wants to, you know, if you're all high and somebody's just feeling like you don't know this person, yeah, who fuck, knows what yeah. they're like. Who yeah. knows what they're going to do? Yeah. yeah, they're going to lose it. And you're nodding off. Right. And they're going <laughs> to, yeah. It's, it's, well, good for you for living. How <laughs> long, you. how many years were you at that shit? I mean, I, it probably was only four years. But I'm it's so funny three, that you like, never liked it, but you were freebasing. Oh, I never yeah. liked it, but I yeah. figured out how to make crack. Yeah. And that you must have liked that. People like that generally. Uh, yeah, the, well, the, it's always the first few times, right? And yeah. then the rest of it is is chasing that feeling yeah. and not yeah. wanting to deal with it. Yeah, not wanting to deal with actually coming not off it. Yeah, not yeah. having it. I just wasn't. I was. I was uh, afraid of dealing with it. But if you didn't get the orgasm brain from the dope, you mm-hmm. p- probably got it from the base. Yeah, the crack was different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it definitely did this like that poof and yeah, all yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. it's like literally a second, and then the rest of it's you're just like, crushing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you're looking for it again. Yeah, great. Breaking in your off another thing. In, yeah, your in your carpet, in your trash can. Well, I think I did it in the bathroom. <laughs> did you? Did you have psychosis? Did you get psychosis? Oh yeah. And once I learned afterward what an overdose is, I think I overdosed every day. Yeah. I was I was hearing stuff. I yeah, was yeah. sweating. I yeah, was, yeah. You know, yeah, all the, the hearing things. Thing, that's always oh. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seeing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I had song, full songs written of seeing like people in my yard or knocking on my back door window and. And I saw what thought one woman was standing outside my door, like just holding her arm up and looking at me, uh, frozen. It was a tree. Yeah. The next day, I realized it was a tree after I came out from under the table. How fucked up were you? Were, were you like, the lady turned into a tree? <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> this stuff is really, really good. <laughs> wow. So, Magic. <laughs> so, like, is anybody trying to help? Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, but, but what can anyone really do when you're that far? I mean, I was like, like I said, of the amount you're I was just doing, in this apartment. Like, where yeah. where was all the money from? Just from work? Work, yeah. So that's why I would go to those jobs and get messed up on them. I was just, oh, you're just trying you're, to stay high. You were Charlie Sheening it. Yeah, yeah I, gave, I gave up on the idea of my career. Like, I was uh, like, I thought once, you know. But you were still taking shit. Lots. And you still had an agent. I still had an agent. Yeah, and, and you know. And I, Lee I, uh, hung out to drive. Yeah, he left and became a successful director. I'll say, yeah. <laughs> And I watching that was hard, but also inspiring. You know, mm. it was inspiring because it felt like you know I could, you know, I don't know, I was a piece of that, which I'm not. I see now though, but 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 part of me was like, oh, I'm attached to him somehow. <laughs> right. It's weird. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when you're like delusional and fucking struck out on drugs, you're like, that's me. I'm that's part of me. <laughs> Everything yeah, connected was. to that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you? Now let me just ask you because I'm curious. Did you really think you you were doing something with the music? Was that? Mm, yeah i mean i thought it was cool i thought it was like it was but no i was i was just using loops and like you know oh god no, nothing, you really did good. it you really that that was, like was that, that guy the solo journey man I, I was every caricature you can imagine of a young actor oh. breaking through too early well just well just the drug addict stuff where you're just sort of like alone <laughs> celebrating your genius of nothing <laughs> <laughs> when you're making your music. And you get to people who don't want to listen to it. No, you said it to oh, people. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Check my... this out. They put it, actually, two of my songs on a, well, they were going to put on a soundtrack, but it didn't, didn't happen. They were just appeasing me, I think. So how does it, how do you finally get help? A couple things happened. Like, I'm, you know, went up to Canada, shot, and met, shot that movie and oh, met, met my girl. Nancy? Um, Jackie. Jackie. 
and she, I left after that, so it was like a long distance thing. And um, but you didn't get clean yet. Oh, I tried to go back up with her, and I got rejected by Canada. I got you know they, they wouldn't let me in. Wouldn't let me in. I had to turn around. I couldn't go back up. Why, would you deported. have a record? Yeah, I had, I had been arrested right before that movie. I had after Heath died, who was my close friend. A couple months after that, I got arrested for possession and passing a counterfeit hundred. What? I didn't know it was counterfeit. I was. I mean, I'm literally out of my every. It could have been Monopoly money. So how? When did you meet Heath? I met Heath on Four Feathers. Yeah, and okay, we, we hit off right away, like brothers. Like we were very close immediately. And so that's uh, that's how you spend time in Australia. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, actually, I went and shot Ghost Rider in Australia. He, oh, but he was there shooting. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, but he was shooting something. Too oh, so like his career, oh, you, yeah. you just watching that happen while you're in that room, yeah. picking through your carpet. You know, it's. I'm gonna tell you about that because this is a. It, he we did um, Four Feathers, and he or sorry, Lee Daniels wanted me to do Monsters Ball, and I had been talking to them about doing Monsters Ball. What part would you have played in that? The the kid, the one Heath played eventually, oh. um, who shot himself, the, the son. Oh, right. And um, I decided I didn't want to do it because it was too much like American Beauty, and I thought, this is too similar, and I want to avoid it. And so I, they were like, well, you got to do it. They're counting on you. And so I said, well, what if I can get Heath Ledger? <laughs> yeah, and then Heath came over to my hotel room and I was just begged him and tried, I was like, do a Southern accent. I'll show you. And we, he, he could do it anyway. He didn't really need my help. And, really? And I was like, will you, do you want to do this role? It's amazing. I just think it's too close to what I've done. And he was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I want to do it. And it turned, he flipped his career where people were like, oh, he can, you know, he was sort of more recognized as a um, a rom-com actor, yeah. act, potentially that kind of actor. And I knew he was something better. He knew he was something more than that. Yeah. And, and he showed it on that movie and it got him got him going, right? So you guys so, were buddies before you were using, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were, and, and we, we partied together, but we, we, he were, we were never like a problem with each other. Right. Like, it wasn't like you that. You did that on we your own. We had a good time. That's when I was having a good time. Yeah, yeah that, when I did all that, I went, I went alone. Right. Like a cat going to, off to the woods. Like, and, I but went, do you know what stuff. happened with him? Did he get strung out? Or no, was that just an accident? That's an accident. Yeah, yeah. From I, I had been speaking to him less than because he had a kid and I was getting strung out and I was trying to avoid bringing anything into yeah, his yeah. life right which i regret now but um I, I i yeah that's um from what i understood he wasn't he wasn't doing crazy stuff or anything yeah yeah that's too bad it was sad. how did that affect you i had a weird reaction to it i i denied it immediately and i wouldn't go to the memorial because i was also messed up but i i, I denied it and then it hit me months later and that it so, happened yeah but you're yeah. too fucked up to really to, process it yeah and i felt guilty almost like somehow i had something to do with it um because, or that you're alive you survivor's yeah, that guilt too. yeah that's right that's right i still kind of have that a little bit yeah hmm. yeah because i did way more than him and i was way worse off than him and i just sometimes feels like you know that's unfair yeah <laughs> he did he he won an oscar didn't he or the movie did Brokeback. he want to post op, post did he win one for for um for Dark Knight right no he he got close to oh Brokeback. yeah Dark Knight yeah right. Dark Knight he won it but yeah. Brokeback probably was what he should have run it for mm. I I mean I love Dark Knight and yeah he, he blew the the lid off like that's yeah. amazing yeah but I really thought Brokeback was a harder thing for him to do yeah and he did it so well so anyways I who knows with the words he can never Wait, how was your jealousy factor a hundred and ten like I was off the charts with Dark Knight because I'm also a Batman fan but uh, and I was scared for him when he took it I said you're never you know you're never gonna do what Jack did yeah. <laughs> and then he and he was like so that yeah I mean but 
Um, I don't feel that way now. I felt very strongly that then I wanted that. Yeah, oh, I wanted that. Right, like and so. And so that just added to the shame festival. Yes, he died. He came out. He was amazing. I was. There's a lot of things just beat me down. Any confidence I had was was at a low point. Wow. Yeah. So all right. So you try to go back to Canada, and they won't let you come in. Yeah. And your chick is up there. Yeah. And and oh, she was with me, and when I got rejected, and she had to go up, and I had to go back. Uh, that's a proud moment. <laughs> Did she know you had gotten arrested and shit? Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, I had forgotten about it until that moment, <laughs> until I had avoided courts and all this stuff. And, yeah. And um, so I, I went and fixed it after that. But yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so what? What? Sorry. It's, a, it's what, crazy. My, I, sometimes when I roll back everything, it just like, what the hell, man? Well, it's interesting because when you're in a chaotic life, just how much you get done, thats it's, it's yeah. not worth anything, but, <laughs> but there's a, a lot of activity. You haven't heard my music. You don't know what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just so much activity because your life's a fucking chaotic mm. drama. Yeah. All the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really didn't want it not to be, I guess. I could have stopped it at any moment. No, you I, couldn't. Well- I, I guess in a well, I guess some things I could have right. I mean, right. some some point I, I could have been like, all right, you're doing too many drugs. That, well, that's what I mean, eventually happened. But yeah, but if you're a drug addict, it's not an easy moment no. to come by. No, and it because... doesn't. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But I was going to say it doesn't happen like that. Mm. It's yeah. How did it happen? It, it's to uh, so her. I started to think I want to get cleaned up for her. But when I went back to L.A., I just of course fell right back into it. And maybe went worse. Because it was all starting to come. I was never like gonna everything. Get this girl. He's dead. The girl. You yeah, can't get. You can't nothing. get into Canada. Can't get What's the fucking. <laughs> you the fucking point. Where am I going to run to when yeah. Donald Trump's eventually yeah. elected? <laughs> I know. We're all wondering. We got to yeah. wonder again now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got my out. So um. What is that? Oh, you, you married a Canadian? Yeah. You fucking. <laughs> you figured it out. I did. I did. Uh, I was ahead of it. Yeah. Uh, um. So Robert Downey Jr. actually being open about his recovery yeah. and how far he went, and I had met him a few times. When in he was, jail, right? He did real time. He did real time, and he was doing the same shit. And so when I saw him get clean and and career could come back, uh, it was like the first thing a moment of like you yeah. can do that. So, you can do that. So you're like, I can be Spider Man. <laughs> Like, still, yeah, they're still. They'll let me. We'll reboot it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Older Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about now. <laughs> so you'd met him, but he didn't. Yeah. He didn't reach out to you, but you were inspired. Yeah, it was just his press, uh -huh. you know, and just the way. And and so it was like I can do this. And then after that, it was I moved to my mom's house in Baltimore. Proud moment. Uh, lived there for like three or four months. Yeah. Oh my the, god. The you star know. is back. <laughs> <laughs> so proud of you, son. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself, mom. <laughs> I did it. I'm back home. Yeah. So, what, and you did it cold turkey? I and no, it was just around the money. It was part of it. So money. So I could. Oof. It was then it ended up just being alcohol, which I hated. And yeah. then it was like I had no. So combination of that was drying me out. Perspective was changing with the girl. Uh, mom was reinforcing my, you know, giving me some confidence back. Yeah. And I was auditioning in New York. I was taking a train up there. So you went, you just went home. You crapped out here. Yeah. You probably had yeah. debts. Yeah, I did. I was, I, that's what I was avoiding was someone I owed and then and, and fixed that when I came back eventually. A dangerous guy? <sighs> he said he was, but you know, it's hard to know who really is or not, especially right. in that game. Some people just So talking. you couldn't afford drugs. Mm -hmm. You tapped out. You were yeah. in debt and you were ner scared. Scared. But you yeah. kind of wanted that girl. And you kind of, yeah, you didn't have anywhere wider. to go, so you went back to your mom. <laughs> yeah, as we do. Yeah. And 
And then Where's I booked a dad? job. And my dad was in Arkansas, and, and I would have gone to him too, but it was easier. They're, they to got go divorced there. at some point? Oh yeah, they, they got divorced right after I left uh, high school. They, they, uh, they see what split. you did? You, <laughs> it's all my fault. <laughs> Yeah, Mama. No, I, I, you know, I was the only one of my brothers I think who didn't feel that way. Yeah, I was yeah. sort of like, it's life. This yeah, happens. Yeah. It was sad. Yeah. Still sad. But she took you in, and, and it yeah. was good. It was great. And so, and I booked a job there. And then when I got on that job, I went and shot in Argentina. It's called uh, There Be Dragons. Uh huh. There was an actor on there who was sober, and he was just didn't know I was having trouble because I was sort of dealing with it then, just drinking right. and yeah. just hanging on white knuckle, as they say. And my my future wife was with me. She came with me to Argentina just to watch you. Oh, she uh, yeah. She just came to visit and be in Argentina. Yeah, and, and which was amazing. And she what did she do? She was uh, uh, she was an associate producer on a television show uh, up in Canada, uh, and uh, she had been an AD on a few projects, okay. and before that, a journalist. All right. Yeah, yeah, legit person. Yeah. So she comes with you. <laughs> a real you're person. There with a sober guy. Yeah, yeah, and he started talking about how be- he was talking about driving in a car and looking outside and looking at how beautiful the day was and how lucky he was to be alive right. and all that the, stuff as a gratitude trip yes and and as they say you know it happens like that you know yeah you just hear it from somebody and it clicks like oh i want that back. yeah right i want that yeah. so i went to him and said help me and he said okay just come with me to some meetings and it was great because it was argentina it was small english-speaking meetings like five people yeah so I didn't feel overwhelmed yeah. like in LA I would have. I think right. I would have walked right out yeah. of those big movies. You had seen half the guys you used with and your dealer. <laughs> exactly. And eventually like, one of you would fuck the other one up. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was, you know, standing outside of those, like standing outside the club, the yeah. same people. Yeah. Which is fine, but it wasn't going to help me. So I, I, you know, going and seeing, going and seeing him in these meetings yeah. and already having my, my connection to God. So I had my higher power. So you could already. tap into that shit. Yeah, it was all like it just yeah. it just worked and it was. Yeah, it was he was like the guy that day. sent the lady who turned into a tree. <laughs> That's Same how guy. He, he was looking for me. Yeah, he was by scaring me, <laughs> exactly. but looking for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, there were a few times I got pulled over downtown that I could probably thank God for that. Sure, that I got out of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but um, so that guy, so his, he, he inspired me. So I went in and I got sober and it was like, it turned, I flipped just like that. I was like, oh, I don't, I don't need any of it. Right. I need this light, you know, peak yeah. cloud, all that stuff. I got yeah. really, really happy, happier than I've ever been in my life and um, worked on that project and I was moving and that's, so that, that, that ended all that for I me mean, for now. I shouldn't say ended as we don't say that, but. But you stayed <laughs> in the game, you stayed in the in the rooms and stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh. I, don't, I don't go as often now. Sure. Cause you know, it's been um, over 10 years for me too. So I, 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 I you know, an old timer once told me, remember it's a bridge back to life. Don't get, don't make AA your entire life after a certain right. time. He doesn't right. mean immediately. I'm sure, sure. Of, those of course, starting, of course. This well, is yeah. over time. But you know, some people need it for the long haul. And yeah, yeah. They keep the thing running. Which is great. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. then I can go show up. Yeah, you know, exactly. And, and I also do therapy and uh, yeah. I have a great family. I got a lot of- Well, I mean, that's what's sort of amazing. Because I mean, yeah. you were really- you know, it's it's a great story because you do you have a family, you have kids, you seem together. You know, your skin looks correct. <laughs> you don't look, look like you did permanent damage. You never really stopped working, whether you yeah. like the projects or not. No. It seems like you just kept working. I did. Yeah, I got lucky. American Beauty is still what I get work off of. Really? I got this job, Yellowstone. The one no, kidding. Off of really? American Beauty, yeah. How yeah. so? How, did, so? how is that possible? Well, Taylor, you know, I so you know when I had seen Taylor's stuff and he had stuff coming out, I yeah. was like, we got to beg to get on one of his projects. I really want to work with this guy or on something. 
And out of the blue, he came to me and asked me to do this Yellowstone show. And I was like, well, yeah. But when I talked to him, he told me that it was from American Beauty when he was younger. Uh-huh. He just stayed with him all these years and he always oh, wanted I to see. work with me. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Like, so that way, right. You yeah. made an impression. I made an impression. And now so. you've been doing this thing for five years? Yeah, five years. Yeah, yeah. Five years off of American Beauty. <laughs> yeah. But five this, years. But it's a good it's cr- gig. You like the character? and the- I love it. Well, yeah, I was... So I got a lot of feelings about this because yeah. it is by far the hardest thing I've ever, hardest character I've ever played in the within the realm of acting. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. Mm. And how so? Well, you know, first season he was not. He was sort of. It wasn't heavy. He's like Jane. the 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 son. Yeah, he's the one of the sons of of John, the, the of the the main rancher guy. Main, the big mega rancher yeah. John Dutton, and he's yeah. he's one of the sons of John Dutton and the lawyer who kind of keeps the ranch running um, from a legal perspective, also potentially a politician that could help change the rules for the ranch. Right. So that's the, that's his directive by his father. Yeah. And anyways, I it, it you know, we got into the second season and it got heavy quick because of a lot of stuff that happens in it um, for, for Jamie, my character. Yeah. And, and, and it was, I realized when I started to play it that I'm going to have to do something here that I haven't done ever before. It's, mm open myself up to just pure sadness because he's just a sad guy i couldn't i was like anger was playing in it and other emotions yeah. and they didn't feel the, the quite right that, uh, that hide sadness yes right that sadness right i tell people all the time anger is not really an emotion it's a reaction to sadness yes. or it's a reaction to embarrassment it's always yeah. a reaction right? yeah but the shame, sadness was shame, shame. anger. Yeah. yeah, anger's got is an all purpose. It's the reaction. reaction. Yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. You can even get react to being, fun, you know. Yeah, uh, like when funny. you're happy. This is fucking amazing. <laughs> God, I love this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I, um, I, I, so I realized I'm gonna have to open myself up to sadness, and it really dropped me into a like a like a weird place. Not weird, but like heavy place. Quick. And what, like, why? What did it do? What, what did it open? What was the trauma? Was it the shame thing or what? I don't know. It was, oh. it was, I, I think, because I have always avoided just pure sadness. You know, sure. I've, yeah, I've dealt yeah, with yeah. it with humor or yeah, I've dealt yeah. with it with drugs or I dealt with it right. with anger. Right. But I never just let it be. Yeah. But you think and you're a depressed guy or? I, no, I think, well, I think I, I, I think we've all got that in there. It's whether you, that becomes the prominent feeling. Sure, sure, sure. So yeah, yeah my, I, my, whatever depression I had in there, yeah, was starting to come oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so it got really heavy, quick playing this character, and, and then not only that, there was complicated things about him and stuff. So it, it's been very hard to, um, but also very rewarding. I said I want to balance this by saying this is what I wanted, right? I mean, yeah. this is what I'm like. This is where I wanted to go as yeah. an actor for a yeah. long and time. And you've had, and now you you've got you know full story arc. It's not like yeah. one movie. No, it's not a one shot deal. You got to no. live in this guy, okay, and yeah. you, the character evolves and changes yes. every season. Every, almost every scene for him. That's what yeah. got trippy. I, you know, there's not a lot of screen time for Jamie, but I think that, I think I'm grateful because every scene started to become some new traumatic event or some reveal of of sadness or depression that he has or uh, or whatever is broken in him. Broken, he's broken. And you've got a heart. And he's so, got a heart. So it keeps getting and he's emotional, unlike shattered. The, yeah. And 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 he deals with emotions. Oh, not deals with them. He reveals or shows, and and they take over him more than like the cowboys and yeah. everyone in Montana apparently. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Except well, I mean, this guy. people love the show and they love all the spinoffs. I mean, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. It is the biggest thing. I, it's, it's the biggest thing I've done. The biggest, 
the most I've been recognized. I've got recognized by my voice for the first time or ever. No, I was, it's like you're very close to doing voiceovers now. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I'm just trying to get a job, by the way. That didn't yeah, really happen. You just want to do a yeah, cartoon. I really want to do that animal. <laughs> I got that thing down. But uh, <laughs> do, All right. So I think we did good. You feel yeah. good? Oh, yeah, yeah. How old are your kids? My kids are, well, my son's going to be 12 next week and my daughter's eight. And they're the, they're my life, man. They're everything. I, I I just love being a dad. If I I didn't want kids at all, knew I was not supposed to have yeah. kids, and then I had them as soon as I as soon as I knew my my wife was pregnant, I this is everything I ever wanted. <laughs> it's weird, and it's I would give anything for them. I'd give up anything. I'd do anything for them. What's well, good? Well, I mean, you already have in a way. I mean, it's it's yeah. good that yeah, you know, you're present for this shit, given where you were. My son is named after the. I was named after um, the person who helped me. So he is- The guy know, in Argentina? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He, so he, he he is, his name is my life uh-huh. line. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Good talking to you, man. It's great talking to you. I do this every day, man. <laughs> I see why you do it. It's fun. Yeah. It's like a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you can get in trouble. <laughs> hey, yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah, you don't want, we've talked enough. <laughs> That was Wes Bentley, if you're just tuning in. What am I, in the radio? Look, you can watch Yellowstone Season 5 on Paramount, new episodes on Sunday nights. So you know how this goes these days. Just hang out a minute, will you? Okay, look, here's my recommendation from the archive today. Episode 653 with Lorne Michaels. It was seven years ago this week that we posted this episode. Um, And look, I'd been talking about the guy my entire professional life about the audition. I've been talking, I used to compulsively talk about it, or is that the right word? Or just, I, I would talk about it with everyone who was on SNL. And uh, and it like the, you know, what I thought happened in that room was I was obsessed with and really believed to a certain degree. I wrote about it in a book. It stayed with me forever. And then I talked to Lorne and he, and we did, we did it over two days. And uh, I don't know, you know, he, he definitely spoke to it and i believed him i chose to believe him listen i came in here i waited an hour or so uh-huh. uh, tracy morgan was out there waiting with me do you His- know what day of the week it was where we, we were in production uh maybe I, I i wish i remembered that yeah. i you know i decided before i got here uh, i was smoking a lot of pot at the time but uh-huh. i thought maybe i shouldn't smoke too much uh-huh and I got here and Tracy Morgan was there and his hair looked very shiny. The, <laughs> yes. the hair was in very good shape. Yes. And I waited a while and I was reading a Bruce Wagner book, I remember, and I came in here. And had, you were st- had he been on stage the night that you performed? Who, Tracy? Tracy? Yeah. I don't know if he was. I mean, I know that we went to um, Stand Up New York. Right, I remember. Yeah. Anyways, I come in here. In my recollection, there were books over here. Uh-huh. Was there? It's probably pretty much the same as it has always been. Right. Steve Higgins was there. I walk in and you said, um, uh, how was Conan last night? Did they laugh? Did they laugh at you? It's better when they laugh. And that was nice. It was nice. I was scared. And you'd done done Conan the night before. Right. Yes. Okay. And then I sat down, and then uh, you you used a zoo analogy for Uh comedians. Have you used that before? Monkeys and all that. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a regular thing. No, it wasn't a regular thing. It was just my sort of beginning to piece together where comedians stood in Hollywood. Right. The 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 lions are scary. When you go to the zoo, yeah. the first first uh, thing you want to see is the lion because the lion is the king of the jungle and uh, and uh, it has it's regal. Yeah. 
And uh, the second thing you want to see are the bears because they're the strongest and the fastest. And the third, you want to see the monkeys because they're funny and occasionally one of them jerks off. Right. And what I said, I don't think you had added the jerk off line yet. Uh Because I said, as long as they're not throwing their shit at you. Yeah. Yeah, got nothing. Yeah. Got no laugh. No. From you. Well, I would have gone softer, as you saw. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And and Steve Higgins was like, "Mm." (laughs) hmm. This is not going well already. (laughs) And did you know Steve before? Kinda. I yeah. met him once or twice. Like on the scene. Right. And yeah. then you just looked at me for a little while. Uh-huh. And uh, and I and and Steve actually went Lauren and you said it's um, it's uh, it's important to look in someone's eyes. You can see a lot uh-huh. in someone's eyes. And then I was trying to exude uh-huh. some star quality of some kind, right. which it was not successful. God, you really remember this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember. You can get every WTF episode ad-free with a WTF Plus subscription. Click on the link in the episode description or go to WTFpod.com and click on WTF Plus. On Thursday's show, I talked to Bruce Wagner, who I love. He's one of my literary heroes. Uh, I love reading his books. I've been with him since the first book years ago, Force Majeure, and in and out throughout all the books. A very a dark wizard. One of the true dark wizards. One of the great Hollywood satirists and uh, man, but I think I was able to manage the conversation this time because I really wanted. I saw. I've always seen him as this mystical wizard, and I was like, "Where does it come from?" I needed to know, and I think I got there. This Friday, I'm in Eugene, Oregon, at the Holt Center for the Performing Arts. That's November 18th. Bend, Oregon, at the Tower Theater on Saturday, November 19th. Asheville, North Carolina, at the Orange Peel for two shows on Friday, December 2nd. And then Nashville, Tennessee. I'm at the James K. Polk Center on Saturday, December 3rd. And my HBO special taping is at Town Hall in New York City on Thursday, December 8th. There are still tickets for the second show. Go to WTFpod.com tour for all the dates and ticket info. Here we go. Some dirty telecasters music.
Boomer lives. Monkey in the Fonda. Cat angels everywhere. (laughs) 